0: you're listening to very loose women
1: good evening listeners to very loose women uh, today we have a selection of lovely women with us uh anna rose hello hi. and Leah, hi i am soyla i'd like to welcome beth to the show hello and we've got nikki who has produced this one for us hi And, uh, Nikki, do you wanna, do you wanna take over on your show?
2: Yes. Today, we're gonna be tackling quite a big topic. We're gonna be talking about having kids. Mm. Is it something that we see in our futures? Why? Why not? So, um, none of us in the studio at the moment have kids. Um, we're gonna hear from some mothers later, but first of all, What do people think? Do people see kids in their future or not? Shall we start with
3: Leo? Oh. That was um I felt like I was at a kids party. Like, who's next? Um Yeah, I so I've had a funny journey with this. I remember being seventeen and like being absolutely sure I was never going to have kids and that it was a waste of everyone's time. Um and then what changed my mind when I was around that age was I was watching a documentary, as you do, growing up in France and being super nerdy, about, oh my gosh, Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir. I I was (laughs) the worst 17-year-old, to be clear. Um, And she was talking about how she didn't want kids and um, and never wanted them. And I just felt um, like, oh, I don't believe her. Um, It was like, I was very judgy as a 17-year-old. And in that moment, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to think about what I actually want rather than taking preconceived ideas. And then from there, I was like very unsure. And then recently, I've been in a relationship where it's like something... So like I say recently, I've been in a relationship for three years, um, where it's something that we talk about a lot. And I sort of knew at the end of my last relationship that it was something that I wanted. And before that, I think I was quite unsure. And But um, it's a same-sex relationship, so I know that the logistics are... A bit different to say a straight straight relationship, obviously. Um, so it's like, having kids or not having kids isn't, um, I guess, in a same sex relationship, you don't see it in a binary kid, like binary way of like, a, the, the way that maybe a straight couple might of like, either a kid is there or not. But it's, it's like, whether you have a caring duty over someone who is your child, and it, it changes a lot of the definitions, I think. Have you talked
4: about the ways in which you would
3: yeah, we've I can't share it on air um uh, because we haven't asked crucial people who would be involved. <laughs> but I'm thinking of like um quite an extended um like parenting situation where more than just her and me are involved. Um but obviously it would rely on other people being happy with it. So um I don't know. We We're w- like... we won't ask them over live radio. <laughs> <laughs> there there's, there are just a lot of things to tease out basically and it's we both know that we want to parent but it's just how that actually happens is still really vague for us i think anna how about you um
4: i have never really wanted kids up until i think recently in the last couple of years i've realized that i really want to foster um which is obviously quite different to having biological kids or um adopting kids um so yeah i'm kind of in the process at the moment of working out how I would go about fostering and um, I'm mentoring a teenager to just kind of check that I actually can handle the responsibility of (laughs) you know kids that go into fostering are not um often the easiest kids because they haven't had the easiest of lives but yeah it's something that I definitely want to do um
2: is that something that you would want to do on your own or with a partner um because either.
4: I'm currently single I haven't really considered a partner in that like again mm. fostering is such there's such a huge network of people that you need around you and it's not just your own social network you need a lot of professionals um, and to have all those relationships in place so I don't think it's ever going to be something that I would do on my own but I wouldn't necessarily want to like or need another adult in the house for that mm. situation to happen mm. but yeah it's kind of I I don't get that weird thing with babies. Like, I just don't. I'm like, cool, you've got a baby. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do anything to me. Whereas, like, teenagers, I'm like, I want to, like, help shape you and, like, teach you and support you. Uh, yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. I'd rather just yeah. get them
1: when they're a bit I know older. exactly what you mean. <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. I, I feel similarly about not looking at babies and being like, that's, I don't look at a baby and think, cute, you know? I, I, on, you know, when people are like, Baby, I'm pregnant. I'm like, okay, that's nice for you. Um, so no, I've got, I've got no real desire at the moment. I think it depends. I'm very conscious of kind of both the bodily thing. So I've got attitudes towards what kind of birthing method I want to use. In term- and when I say birthing method, I mean I don't particularly want to force something, which is as big as a. Uh, Well, a a baby's head out of a (laughs) a hole which is not that big um so i'm thinking oh you know would i want to have a cesarean section blah 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 and then people are like oh eh, why don't you want to have a natural birth? and they'll kind of have all those ideas oh so
3: you're not um, even pregnant <laughs> i know i know i know <laughs> people but... are having judgment about whether it comes out of your vagina and you don't even have a baby in well there. this is well this is the, the societal amazing.
1: pressure on yeah. women to have children you know i get um members of the family who are like oh you know your body clock's ticking and i'm like mm, okay well so what like I'm in no way in a financially stable situation enough to care for another human being, let alone myself. And then also, I think, well, what kind of, uh, social environment do I want the child to be brought up in? Like, um, I'm aware of, you know, there's this very doom and gloom outlook on the world. And, uh, do I want to put time and effort into and money into a, a child that, you know, might, um, struggle in terms of uh, kind of environmental impacts and stuff. So I think about it. There's a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot to unpack there. Um, but in short, right now, no, I do not want children. Mm.
5: Beth, how about you? So I was saying earlier, I kind of agree with you. There's nothing, it's like maybe it's something I'll do in the future, but there feels like no current need to do it however I am a twin and last year my sister did give birth mm-hmm. so I'm now an auntie thank you <laughs> he actually turns one next week um so that did kind of get me thinking about it a little bit more than I ever have considered before because suddenly my twin sister was always we've always done everything at the same time was having a baby and I was like whoa should I be having a baby? Obviously not. Like, in my opinion, I'm still way too young for that and not ready for it at all. Mm. But it did make me consider it a little bit more, which I thought was interesting. Seeing her give birth, well, not actually give birth, but, like, pre-giving birth was terrifying. Mm. I've never seen her so angry, and she gets angry quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that probably put me off a little bit, but um, he is amazing and he is gorgeous, and that has given me that thing, actually of cooing over a baby which I've never done to the extreme that I do over him but Mm. I guess that's just my biology kicking in what about you Nikki
2: perspectives well yeah I have like I think I would call it like a desire a very strong desire within me to have kids but I'm not sure if I actually want to that sounds Mm. that sounds like quite a weird thing to say but like I love kids I love babies whenever I see one I really feel like I want to have children and I think I've felt that way for a long time like I remember even when I was like 20 I felt really broody all the time and I still feel like that now but when I think about the picture I have of my life in general in terms of like whether I want to be in a long-term relationship or not in terms of like what I want to do with my life in terms of how I see the way that the world is going to be in the future and how that kind of feeds into the way I want to live my life. None of it makes sense mm. with having kids, mm. but I yeah. still feel kind of like I want to have kids. It's something that I've been kind of thinking about more recently um, and trying to figure out, not that I feel like I need to figure it out now, but it's just one of those things that I kind of yeah. I can never really like navigate it in my mind Mm. kind of thing. Um a couple of you well um Anna, you talked about um fostering and there was also mention of adoption I think. And I've I've thought about like adoption as well as something that I might want to do. I haven't thought about it in much detail, but has anyone else
3: thought about that? In in my last relationship it was something when we brought up kids, we would systematically talk about adopting like that was always and and that was a straight relationship so actually it was like less obvious um but yeah I think in this relationship um like being one of us being linked genetically to the kid has always been like something that hasn't really gone questioned Mm. yeah
2: okay those of you who said that you didn't want kids or you weren't sure have you ever felt a
1: pressure or have you ever had a negative
2: reaction to saying that to somebody
1: i've definitely i mean i've definitely felt like there's a pressure to kind of you know if i'm gonna have a kid then i want it to be with someone who i a a person who i can that's the thing like you're if you have a child with another human being you're attached to that person like forever and I don't know if I could cope with being. <laughs> yeah, my parents are definitely the same thing as well. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm I sure see. Of that. I know. Like, we're both children of divorce. I just yeah. look at that and I think, oh, same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. I'd want to be connected to someone in that way, um, who I would then. And because when I break up with people, like I, I'm not friends with that person. I mm. think, why would I want to be, have to deal with someone I can't stand? Mm. Um. So I guess that's why I think. Well, you know, I'd have to have to be in a good relationship i'm nowhere near that point right now Mm. Mm. and then you think well what's a good length of time to think oh i know this person enough to commit myself to them for the rest of my life and then it it was kind of that um, yeah that kind of thinking so um
5: yeah yeah i I think yeah go on beth i think like i feel like there's a lot of a lot has been said and a lot of people think like oh, I have to be at this point in a relationship or the world has to be at this stage or I have to be ready or blah, blah, blah. Obviously, I don't know everything about having kids, but seeing, like, my sister have her baby, like... It wasn't exactly planned, but, like, they've had him. She's still with her boyfriend, even though it's not always perfect. Like, they've just kind of made it work. And I think, like, things are never going to be perfect with the world, with, like, yourself, with your relationship. I think people just end up having babies and then they make it work. I don't think you're ever going to get to that stage where you're like, okay, now everything's perfect. Now I'll have a baby. Like, I just don't think it happens like that. I think you just deal with
0: it.
3: That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. One of my friends from uni had a kid at the similar age and... Um, kids aren't meant to change you for the better. Like, that's not what they're there for. You're, there, you're you're there to, like, make sure they're okay. But I think for him, like, they really have. Like, it, you know, it's made a really... Having a child has made a really positive impact on his life and how he's evolved in his 20s and changed. And um, Phyllis, who um, contributed a, a soundbite that we're going to hear later, I was listening to the, to the full... Um, like uh to what she shared and she was she was saying exactly what you're saying that like yes I mean it's easier with money but like you have a kid you make sure it's okay like it's Mm -hmm. not it's like anyone can kind of do that as best as you can and definitely from my upbringing it was uh like initially (laughs) money was not the issue it was like the emotional shortcomings of my parents and like if people don't have those and they're already giving so much to a kid like teaching a child how to love is like such an incredible gift and I think a lot of people like rich or poor can teach a kid that so you don't need to like you know send it to private school to do that yeah absolutely <laughs>
2: I
4: also liked <laughs>
2: I, I just said jokes <laughs> I liked what you were saying Leo, earlier as well about having kind of more than just the parents involved in the upbringing of the kid and that's something That I've been talking about with my, with like a few friends recently about like, how could we get some babies, have some babies? (laughs) Some of us have some babies, (laughs) bring them up all together, like, preferably as part of like a wider anarchist worldwide utopia but well know. I
1: mean there are actually um many indigenous communities who do treat um the family life like that mm. um, you know children are had by two people um, or two people are involved in the making of a child but then the child is brought up by a whole community and mm. I think um that kind of method is a really positive one because then um I guess you feel like growing up you feel like you're part of the community the community looks after you and it's this kind of um nice like circular thing of care and love and support yeah so um yeah I think there's lots of lessons we can learn from lots of different cultures on Mm -hmm. um kind of raising children but I guess um sometimes you think of well you you need to get to that stage first and I think in this society particularly you can feel that that pressure yeah I I just think like
3: as a default more parents is always going to be better than less parents like if those parents Mm -hmm. are like non-abusive then like the the more the better because the kid has more role models like it's it's like I guess with your fostering like you're adding like another person into their life where they can see like this person is surviving in this way maybe I can imitate this this and this and that's like valuable tools for a kid and the more of that the better I think if they're like safe
4: wonderful yeah. individuals this somehow has just reminded me that I had a quite serious conversation recently with a friend about um surrogacy because she really wants a baby and her husband is very capable of being at home and looking after a child but she runs a business and has no time to be pregnant, basically. Mm. And we're like, I could be pregnant. I, <laughs> I get maternity covered. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't care about, you know. I, actually, I was like, actually, this makes complete sense that I would carry your baby for you. And then the conversation fell down when her husband was like, So you're going to help me look after it? And I was like, Oh, oh no. That's not what co- yeah, yeah.
5: I'm not like going one thirds on the baby. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's interesting what you said earlier about there being more than two parents involved. How like would it be split? Like that? Like if there were three, would it be like where a third? Well, age? I've, I so
3: I, I it because of being in a same-sex relationship, I like reading um, like articles about how other same-sex parents have done it, and some parents like to stick to a really traditional like even you know I don't say even, but like if it's if it's two women, um, uh, I read this one account where it's. Well, this that like it was a it was actually a case of one of them being a surrogate and then the other one providing the egg. Um, so the person who gave birth uh, isn't the person who's who is biologically attached to it, which is an interesting way to go about it. Um, uh, but that like she was providing the seed, the one who donated the egg, and then the other one was like nurturing, mm-hmm. and then that's like that actually fits into a binary like female male mm-hmm. role actually um so there are like yeah there are different ways to go about it but um but if you widen it out you if you don't see it as like mother and father or like as quite traditional roles then it's like what can this person bring to the table like can they see them like um every fourth weekend like you know I think to that, take them um, to the it, it looks like, like that's getting quite complicated it's like, like
1: parenting techniques well, and i think well, like, do,
3: uh, but if you loosen what parenting means like you have like primary guardians who do like yeah. this or that well, but what like, about
1: single parent families and stuff yeah, like what you know just one person
3: like um, providing everything yeah, yeah yeah i'm not saying that's a bad situation <laughs> i had two parents and no offense but they they know their shortcomings <laughs> um so like one very very great parent you know i or even like one mediocre parent i you know i wouldn't i'm not saying that that's worse <laughs> um i'm just saying like if if there are more i don't think that that's worse either You know, Mm. like you have plenty of uh, setups where it's um, parents who are divorced with step parents. And that's Mm. for for people raising a kid. And that works perfectly fine. And even like grandparents who take the As well, yeah.
1: Other family members who help support children.
3: Yeah. And I'm I'm definitely not saying it's easy on single mothers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or fathers.
4: In a lot of Pacific Island cultures, your firstborn child goes to live with your parents. So essentially the firstborn is raised by the grandparents. Oh, I, Which I think know. it it's lovely cause mm. you you're probably at the stage when your children are old enough to be having children that you want that child back
5: in your home.
4: Um, that I would think,
5: be quite, um sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that would be quite strange as the parents if you just had your first baby though and then it was kind of but not, I think
4: if you know if that it's, it's all <laughs> yeah.
1: a yeah. tradition. Yeah.
2: If it, uh, you're also living very close together, it's not
1: yeah. Not shit talk
2: <laughs> I want to bring in um, some voices of some mothers now. Um, so we've got um, two different mothers that are going to tell us a bit
6: about their experiences. So I'm a mum to an almost one-year-old. And I guess I always knew that I wanted kids or a kid. But I was never one to go crazy over babies at a young age or even... Even when I was pregnant, I wasn't, like, overly excited to see kids or thought, like, little shoes were cute or anything. But when I um, met my partner, um, it was clear that we both wanted kids at some point and it just made sense in a way. To me, it was important to have a secure job um, so I could have, like, a proper maternity leave and that financially everything would work out and to finish my education first I was 29 or when I fell pregnant and my partner's three years older so we were like I guess in the like perfect age you could say and we both had jobs and everything but I also think it's a great advantage um, when you're younger you might want to plan but you can't so for us it worked out pretty well um when we started trying it didn't take long and everything but maybe you are in that place that you always plan for like having a job and having the right partner having a good like I don't know apartment with enough rooms or I don't know what's important to you but and then you it just doesn't work or you you become pregnant and didn't plan for it and then everything turns out pretty cool too so there's probably never a right time to have kids I know they say it's like kids are expensive, maybe in a way, but there's so many possibilities to to get like secondhand stuff or you know share things with other families so I don't think the the decision to, should be down to money, even though it makes things a lot easier, of course My perspective on society's
0: view of women having children is that society is not supportive of women being mothers and they do not appreciate the work, the unpaid work that mothers do in the home. They expect women to go back to work as soon as possible. If women want to stay at home with their children, they're seen as scroungers. If women want to have lots of children, they're seen as scroungers. It's hard to have the time to go to work, have your own interests, take care of yourself and also put in the time and energy that your children deserve and they need to grow up And especially when children are young, um, society is not supportive. The village is not there to help you look after your children, to give you respite care, to give you advice and support. And the services that were there to help you look after the children are all being shut down. And I do understand that society thinks that women that don't want to have children are weird or strange in some way. And that might be some people's perspective, but... From my experiences in life, it's been the other way round. When I had my third child, people were asking me, why are you having a third child? Why do you want to have more children? One or two is enough. Um, When I had my first child, I was 22 and I felt judged. I felt people looked at me like I was a scrounger and, you know, people said to me like, oh, you're just claiming benefits and you're at home with your kid and I don't feel like people are very supportive of motherhood in general.
2: So um, we heard from Phyllis and Nalini there about motherhood. Any reflections?
3: I thought. um, Thanks so much for gathering that that second soundbite because um, it's. I guess as mothers, it's not something that we think about. Um, And I remember, like when I first came to London in 2011. I remember vocalizing something like really quite mean about a mother passing in the street, like to myself. And then I was like, what? Like, I'm, I, I've am i i been through that of like judging people for having kids or saying like, and it's really great that uh, she outlines that, you know, it's something that's very harmful that if someone wants to have three kids, like, like, why shouldn't they be able to? Why is that so disrespected in society? Just because having a child isn't earning money. Like, why is that such a bad thing? Mm. And then mm. there's that double expectation of, why aren't
1: you having children? You
3: know, yeah. it's like there's. I, I think you can't win. No, no.
5: The thing about the unpaid work as well, all the work women do in a household, I think that's such a massive thing. Like the expectations on women to not only raise the kid, be there for it all, like for it all the time, but also like keep the house nice and tidy, be able to cook. Like, and I know that's not the same in every household, but I think that. A lot of people don't realise, like, how much work it is. People think that just because you're staying home with a baby all day, you're just not doing anything. You don't realise that that's ha- probably harder than most jobs. Mm. I think a lot of people say that for granted. Absolutely. Definitely.
2: Our whole economy is founded on that. Like, if, if it wasn't taken for granted that women would do unpaid work, then our economy wouldn't function at all. And we haven't got that much long, um, left, but the, I just wanted to ask one more thing. Um, Having kids has been high profile recently because of the birth strike and and the kind of environmental perspective on whether or not to have kids. Does anyone have any thoughts about that? Well, just
1: to quickly explain what birth strike is, it's um, the idea that women are refusing or choosing not to have children because um, of both the environmental impact of having a child um, and the resources that takes, but also um this idea that the planet will not be a a sustainable uh, a place um to have a child um and i think that's a really interesting perspective because it is something that you do start to consider you know you want your child to grow up in the best possible environment um you want it to be um stable you want it to grow up with air which is breathable with water that's drinkable um, it feels really basic but both of
3: those things are very in question.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really crazy. <laughs> um so uh you know it's it's an incredibly difficult I think decision and to to have to come to that decision that you're not going to have a child because socially we're failing to protect the environment and the planet in which these children um will grow up in um that, and especially considering the whole idea that Um, If we don't do something in around 10 to 12 years, if we don't um, stop or curb our um, CO2 emissions and global warming and and, and other things like ice ice melting and and lots of different environmental um, issues, then kind of that's it it seems like a very doom and gloom thing and I don't think in 12 years time there's going to be in a you know the world's just going to die like that but I do think it's um, an interesting consideration when having yeah. and thinking about having children in the future mm,
2: it's worth saying as well that like climate change is already happening in the global south and so mothers that are bringing up children in the global south and in places where mm. climate change is happening right now are facing that right now that that their their children do not have an environment that is fit for them to grow up in so it's definitely a very important thing to think about mm. we have to wrap up now but um thanks everyone um it's been great to hear all your perspectives on having children we have been very loose women um, and i'm just trying to find a song on my computer Um while,
3: we, we, while
1: you're doing that yeah. i guess we could, we could plug the show yeah
3: yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. and Instagram and yeah. Facebook. I like how um, it's like tag yeah, team. Yeah, tag team here. <laughs> uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Send us posts, 144 Barra High Street. Um, <laughs> still no postcards still, this
4: week. I actually Guys, haven't... How many times do we need to tell you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Please send us posts. Um, thanks so much uh, for engineering, Girish, sorry, a new engineer today. I uh, Thank you for taking over on the decks. And thanks for everyone for coming. Thanks for Bethany uh, for joining us as well. Thanks. Bye.